quite often. How are you this morning? Everybody fine? Good. Good to see you. I would say you look good, but I quit lying when I got saved. Amen. Don't lie no more. Don't lie no more. It's good. Now, did you get your, your let's see, you get your pews and windows on the 15th of September. That's my birthday. I don't know. But what about that? What about that? And the things are looking good, and I appreciate you so much. I thank God for the privilege of being here. Let me thank this church. Uh, as I have got, as I am older, this church has stepped in among and took up the slack. Uh, see, which I'm not in revival, there is no income. This church supports Paulie and I on a regular basis, and I thank you for it. We do not take that lightly. It, uh, it's such a blessing to us and a help to us, and we're grateful for your giving. May the Lord bless you. Now, I'm looking forward for this meeting. I really mean that. I'm looking forward to this meeting and expecting God to do great things. Uh, I'm, I'll be here with you this morning and tonight. Now, you won't understand this if you're not uh, uh, got some age on you. Used to, as a young preacher, I could preach uh, two or three times a day and not think anything about it. My health's bad now. I've got a pacemaker that's uh, operating 95%. My heart's only operating 5% on its own. And I get tired. I get tired. I was with a young preacher. I got a young preacher mad at me, and I, I'm sorry about it. He just, he honestly, he's pouting at me, and I'm trying to get him over his pouting. I went to him in a revival, and uh, he that night he said, I'll see you in the morning at 7 o'clock. I said, say what? Say what? He said, I'll see you in the morning at 7 o'clock. I said, what for? He said, well, boy, we'll have a lot of work to do tomorrow. I said, son, I laid him back in the office. I said, son, I'm 73 years old. I'm not a young man anymore. My health's not good. And you knock on my door tomorrow at 7 o'clock, you've got a broke arm. Amen. <laughs> and he, he's pouting at me. He is. He's pouting. I mean, just genuinely first-class pouting. And I can't get him over to save a life. I call him on the phone and laugh at him, but he still pouts. And uh, so uh, I'm not able to do what I used to. I can't hurt it. It strains me to preach over two or three hours. and uh, But I can't. I really can't. Now, I don't preach long no more. I'm not able. I'm just uh, I'm just finishing up my course. Paul said I finished my course. And my course will soon be uh, over. And I'm not worried about it. It's all right. It's all right. It's perfectly all right. And, and uh, my doctor, I went to my heart doctor this past, uh, well, let's see, just two or three days ago. And he said, Ed, don't you think you've paid your dues? And I said, I'll, I, I, I quit preaching when you quit doctor. I knew he wasn't going to do it, or I wouldn't have said that. And he said, you're a smart aleck. You know that? And I said, no, doc. I just got to finish my course. He said, I know that. I know that. So uh, I, I'll, I'll do the best I can. Now, I'll uh, rest of a day and preach up a storm at night. That's about all I can do. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you letting me come and be with you. And I pray God will bless you. I just got back from Florida, Calvary Baptist Church. Boy, we had a gully washer. It was good. It was good. Brother Donnie Williams is a pastor down there. And I thank God for this young man. Started out years ago now in a little old bitty basement of a man's house. Just him and his wife and two or three kids and his family. And then he went up to a little old bitty building 
maybe as big as this here section of pews, maybe halfway back. They thought this fly. Then they went to a trailer. Now, oh, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. Oh, big, fabulous building. They still got that sweet, humble spirit. They still love the Lord. Still preaching. Still seeing people saved. And folks, that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what it's all about. Pray for my wife. A lot of you have asked about Pauline. Pauline's got a bad heart. You know, she battled with cancer for four years. And the doctors say it's in remission now. And uh, the morning's a bad time for her. Uh, and be praying for her. We're just, uh, we don't expect to be 19. I told somebody a while ago, uh, I'm not 19 anymore, and I'm not even sure I want to be 19 again like it was back then. Amen? I'd like to go back and straighten out some messes I made, but uh, anyway, here we are at this place in our life, and I'm grateful God's let me live and see the light of another day. I want you to open your Bibles now to the book of the Song of Solomon. The Song of Solomon. It's just on the north side of Ecclesiastes, and you won't have a whole lot of trouble finding it. I'll give you just a little bit of time for some that may have a little trouble finding it. The Song of Solomon. It's a good book. And it's not what a lot of folks say, a nasty book. It's not. No, it's a good book. Beautiful book. Beautiful book. And I love it. I love it. It's a blessing of our heart. The Song of Solomon. How many found it? Raise your hand. A few of you still looking. That's all right. And I understand that. The Song of Solomon. And we're going to be reading from chapter 5. Chapter 5. Chapter 5. I tell you what else I appreciate. A lot of Baptists are slow on the draw. I appreciate your particip participating in service in applause. That's not just a participation. That's just a, another way of saying amen. That's another way of saying thank the Lord. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. I know... Don't be so super scientist and so sanctimonious you won't do that. That's all right. And uh, I appreciate it. All right, the Song of Solomon, chapter 5, and verse 9. What is thy beloved more than another beloved? O thou fairest among women. What is thy beloved more than another beloved that thou dost so charge us? Our Father, help me now to be a blessing, to be a help, an encouragement. Help me, Lord, to so preach the Word of God that someone that may be lost, that does not know the Savior, this will be the day they'll come to know Him. And we'll thank you and praise you for it in Christ's name. Amen and amen. I want to preach on a subject that maybe you've never heard. We do a lot of it. We do it to an extent sometimes it gets ridiculous. I want to preach on bragging. How many of you have heard that preached on before? We do a whole lot of it. Baptists are real good at it. We brag it's up a storm. I've, I've went to preachers meetings. Don't go to many of them no more. Some of it's for that reason. You go to a preacher's meeting, and here they are. They're all talking before church, and you'll hear one of them say, I, Well, I've just took a new church. 
Before I got there, they was on the bottom. But now the lines there, boy, they're really growing. You hear that a lot. It's awful ugly to me. I never have liked it. I never have. But it's, it's, uh, it's a real thing that we do a lot. You hear people bragging. I talked about, about my doctor a while ago. Boy, I don't know what I'd have done if it hadn't have been for that doctor. Well, actually, when you come right down to it, he had very little to do with it. It's God that healeth all our diseases. Now, say that again. Healeth all our diseases. Say that with me again. Healeth all. Our... Doctors don't heal nobody. Thank God for good doctors. I appreciate my doctor. I read it. Good man. John loves the Lord. But he knows that if there's any healing done, it, it'll be God that does it. Luke was a doctor. I don't know how good he was, but he's a doctor nevertheless. But we brag on man an awful lot, don't we? We brag on doctors. We, we brag on... Uh, did you ever probably get to bragging on what he's got? I got two of them, and I got... Well, I want to get one, one more of them, and I, I own four of them, and I, oh boy, you ever get us bragging on our on processions? Boy, you're in for it, amen. We brag on we brag on cars. You've got a teenager. I, I don't know how that. It's an over overhead cam, and it's got so many in the floor. Amen. Man, it'll dig a worm and all that. I'm telling you right now, it's one groovy set of wheels, amen. I dig it the most, yes, sir. It's cool, man. <laughs> You'll get a teenager to bragging on his car. Why, kids will even grow up bragging on their tricycle, <laughs> amen. Amen. I mean, we're braggers from way back. We brag a whole lot. I mean, we really do. Then <laughs> I, I have to eat in restaurants a lot. I do. I, I do. I don't care for them in particular, but it's one of those things that because of the way I travel, I have to. But, you know, I had a man one time said, boy, if you ever go through there, eat at that restaurant. I went through there, and I did, and I'm still looking for him. I'm going to shoot him. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. And he thought it was good. I still think he's hiding from me. He may have done that intentionally. I don't know. But braggers we are. Now, there's just no way of getting around it. We brag a lot. In the scripture I read to you, it said, What is thy beloved above another beloved? Bragging on the beloved. I want to brag this morning on my beloved. Hallelujah. I feel good just talking about it. Amen. Now, I don't know about you, but I was, a, I guess, a grown man before I ever heard of Muhammad. He's a god. And Buddha, how many of you know anything about He's that great, big, fat god. But his blood pressure's 900, amen. And his cholesterol must be clean out of sight. But you hear so many folks bragging in the religious realm. Now, give me time. I'm old, and it takes me a little while to get where I want to go. But notice, if you will, braggers. I want to brag on my beloved. I want to talk about, I remember the story one time. I, I heard it said three young boys were bragging on their daddies. 
One of them said, my daddy owns a bank. He's got all the money in the world. The other little boy said, now, my daddy owns a farm. Man, he's got land and cattle and all that. The other little boy was the pastor's son. They waited on him and said, what's your daddy got? He thought and he thought. He said, well, my daddy owns hell. They looked at him and said, what are you talking about? There ain't nobody owns hell. He said, my daddy does. How what makes you think that? She said, I heard my mama say the deacons was down at the church giving my daddy hell. <laughs> so I reckon he did own it. Amen. <laughs> Bragging on the beloved. Bragging on him. The Bible said there's none of the name given under heaven or among men whereby we must be saved. I want to tell you something right now. I believe every member of this congregation that knows the Lord Jesus Christ ought to brag on the beloved. I believe you ought to brag on him down at the grocery store. I believe you ought to brag on him over at the job. Amen. Why should you brag on him? He's the one that reached down and set you up out of the miry clay and set your feet on a solid rock and established your going and put a song in your heart. Oh, nobody's ever been like the beloved. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible said he came where I was. Nobody else ever came where I was. Nobody ever done for me what my beloved done. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. When I was in darkness, he become my light. When I was hungry, he became my bread. Hallelujah. Oh, when I was without a friend, he became a friend. That sticketh closer than a brother. Am I, am I talking right? Amen. I'm bragging on my beloved. And some of you right now, now listen to me. You brag on your doctrine. You brag on everything around you. How long has it been since you bragged on the beloved? You kind of get shut mouth when it comes time to talk about the beloved. Do you know what? He said, if you're ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed of you before my father. There's anybody now I guess there's a lot of you will be ashamed of me today. You may not like my style. You may not like my volume. You may not like my looks. But I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm not going to ever be ashamed of my beloved. He did something for me that nobody else ever done. He cared for me when nobody else cared. He loved me when I was unlovely. He died for me and paid a debt I could not pay. And he paid a debt he did not owe. Amen? And if you think that I'm going to walk around through town or a shopping mall or wherever, oh, listen, I, I like it. See, I, I witness in kind of a sneaky way. I'll just be sitting around. I'll be walking around and somebody just talking to him. I said, how long have you been saved? <laughs> <laughs> or my one of my approaches, where do you go to church? <laughs> and if they give me that bunch of stuff, I find out right quick where they're at. And if their face starts turning red, you know, and, and oh, they get embarrassed at me, I just get a little louder. Amen. 
See, there's one thing I'm not ashamed of, and that's my blessed beloved. Oh, once my soul was astray from the heavenly way. Oh, I was as wretched and as vile as could be. But my Savior, my beloved, in love gave me peace from above when He reached down His hand for me. Oh, when my Savior reached down for me, when He reached well, now, I'm going to brag on my beloved anytime I want to, anywhere I want to, anyhow I want to. Amen? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Hallelujah. Bragging on the beloved. But you are stinking Baptist. Ought to be ashamed of her. What's this cult that rides bicycles? What's her name? You take a couple of Mormons on a bicycle, scare a Baptist to death. They'll fasten the door out and hang a sign on and say, Do not disturb, I'm going to visit Grandpa in Michigan. Amen. They're afraid to come to the door and face a couple of Mormons. Hey, it's good to be saved. Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm going to heaven when I die. I'm glad Jesus watched me in his blood. I'm glad. Hallelujah. And I believe in the deity of God. They're afraid to brag on the beloved. And they'll sneak in the house and crawl back in their little house. What would you do if a Democrat could? <laughs> Amen? You're ashamed, aren't you? You're bashful, aren't you? Bragging on my beloved. Now, now, if I was a young man again, this is preaching territory. I could preach for two hours on this. This is preaching territory, isn't it? But I'm bragging on my beloved. I'm going to tell you something about it. Number one, I want to preach on his, brag on his power. He said in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18, get this now, get it, get it, are you ready for this? He said, all, say that word with me, all, say it again, all, all power. is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Hey, Mr. Mohammed! <laughs> hey, Mr. Buddha! How much power you got? <laughs> no. He said, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Oh, he's joking at it. Watch him. Watch him. Here he stands, and he said, Where have you laid him? And they said, Now, Jesus, you know, you know, he's dead. And we've got him buried out there in a tomb. We've got a stone roll the mouth of it. But said, The flies are already swarming. His body's already putrefying. And it's already rotting. And... and They said, we, we, you know, we, we don't, don't go out there and fool with it. He said, 
they said, we know he resurrected again. He said, I am the resurrection. And I am the life. I'm bragging on the beloved. Now watch him. Watch him. He walks up and he said, and by the way, he could have done this. He said, roll stone away. And I believe they rolled it away. And a great big old covey of old green flies will go, oh, coming up there. And a stink. Oh, one of the awful smells in the world is a dead body. Stink was coming out of us. And they just, I'm here. I'm here. Some of my ex-members said, "Why did they roll that stone away?" Lord of mercy, what? What to do that for? Well, we're religious, but this is carrying a little bit too far. You see him step up. See, here's what I'm talking about. He said, "All power." I hear him. Last right. Come forth. <laughs> I'm bragging on my beloved. Now, they had old ladders wrapped up in cloth, and he couldn't walk like this. He had come, he'd come up, the power of God brought him up. And this is what Jesus said, loose him and let him go. I'm talking about, I'm bragging on my beloved, amen? I'm talking about him that can reach down in the jaws of death and said, death, turn him loose. Now then, he was, just to show you, that's not just an isolated incident. He was in town one day. <clears throat> and get the picture, the Bible said, the widow name. Her husband had already died. And now here, her only son, her only son was dead. They had him in a coffin and probably had the nails nailed down or maybe about every 36 inches around the lid. And Jesus just walked over to Paul Bears. Sit, sit him down right there. His heart was touched. He was moved. Oh, he said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. In other words, hey boy, get up my that's Blue's translation. And I, now watch this. I can hear them old nails going. And the boy set up and he delivered it back to his mother. Now then, I want to ask you a question. Let's say you'd have met that boy and his mama six months from now. Who do you think they'd been bragging on? Tell me if you think you know. Huh? They'd have been bragging on the beloved. They wouldn't have said one thing about the embalmer. They'd have never said he used a special kind of embalming fluid. Go, 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 go. No! They'd have said they were the man told that boy to get up. And he got up. Amen. Some of you... Walked down the aisle one night, so laden with sin, and so broken and sin had a hold of you. Your life was ruined, your, your home was a wreck, and, and everything about you was falling apart. And re, he reached down and picked you up and saved you. You still haven't bragged on you. 
You'll do good if you even tell the doctor the Bible. Get your head up. Jesus, the beloved. See, that's what this meeting's all about. You won't have a revival bragging on uh, Buddha. You won't have one. But you're going to have one. He said, if I be lifted up. Lift him up. Tell about him. Tell him down there on the job. Hey! Let me talk about my beloved just a minute. Let me talk about him that was dead and alive again. Oh, nobody. Listen, listen. They thought they had him. They thought they had him. They, they put a spear in his side, hung him on a cross, and put him in a tomb. But the Bible said he laid down his life. He said, I've got power to take it back up again. Amen? Don't you think that's enough to brag on? I think we ought to be bragging on it. Hey, walk up to somebody tomorrow and say, Oh, let me tell you something. They say, What? See, they think you're going to tell them about a preacher that goes off with some woman. Or about a deacon, you know. They think you're going to tell somebody, Hey, have you heard about how Jesus was buried in a tomb? And on the third day he come out. Oh, said, ain't that something? Hallelujah. Oh, and don't let me stop there. Let me tell you how he went to the top of the hill with the disciples, and all of a sudden gravity lost his pull on it, and he went up. And they'll be standing there going, Brag on. Walk up to your boss. <laughs> That'll be the test, won't it? Walk up to your boss. said, Lord, I've got something I want to tell you. He said, what's that? How he fed 10,000, 5,000. How he broke that bread and just kept handing. I can see a loaf of bread under one old boy's arm. And you go down there and break it off and break it off and break it off and don't get no shorter. Amen? I'm bragging on the beloved. Why, we ought to do it, shouldn't we? All right. So he has power over death. Now then, not only has he got power over death, he's got power over nature. Amen. One night, the disciples was out on the water. Get this now. Here it is, a storm all around them. And all of a sudden, they look out, and here's Jesus walking on a two before that somebody laid right on the surface of the water. No. No. He was walking on the water. And get this. He made as though he's going to pass them by. Listen to them. Listen now. Listen to me. You listen to me. Hey, Mr. Buddha. Hey, Mr. Mohammed. Come out here. They come out here. What do you want? There's a lake. Walk across it. Well, you know what? I just got out of practice on walking on water lately. See, when he said, I've got power, he meant I have all power. Amen. Now, wait a minute. Now, you, some of you right now are, are saying, you're, look at Dr. Peter, said, yeah, look at him. Wait a minute. He stepped out of the boat. And I want to tell you right now, he still holds a record for human beings walking on water. 
If you don't make it up, try it tomorrow sometime. <laughs> I can just see the headlines in the paper said, Arrested, one nut for trying to walk on the water. I'm bragging on the beloved. I'm bragging on him that's got power to change your life. I'm bragging on him that can turn your life around and make it worth living. I'm bragging on him, hallelujah, that can make your home a heaven instead of a hell. Amen? Let me tell you something. I've talked. a lot of people. I counsel with them. A lot of people. You want me to give you a disturbing piece of information? I talked to a lot of church folks. A lot of time in church folks, I said, well, you sit here on the front pew and just talk to me just a minute. Now, I keep mashing your magic buttons and cure all the ills, but sometimes we just kind of help people to talk. And I'll listen. But did you know a fact that I found out? And don't fuss with me until you've been where I've been and that preacher's been there. Most homes are unhappy. Am I right? You didn't know I was going to say that, did you? But see, you can sit there and smile all you want to today. But a lot of you are unhappy. Somebody said, what happened? What happened? Stop bragging on the beloved. Amen. Start getting closer to God. Start trying to look at yourself instead of your spouse and blame all the trouble on them. Amen? My amen's died down, but I'm still on it. And I ain't going to get no applause on that, I'll bet you. I'm bragging on the beloved. Power. Now, notice. Now, I want to see this again. Here's another picture of Jesus about nature. About nature. Here he is laying, the Bible said, in the hinder part of the ship. And he had his head on a pillar. And the storm was raging. Oh, it was raging. It was really raging. And one of them came to him and said, Master, hey, don't you care? We're going to die. We're going to kick the bucket. We're about had it. Jesus woke up. He saw the situation immediately as it was. And I see him step up to the bow of the ship. There's those waves dashing salt water in his face. Man, he was angry. And maybe the lightning flashing, maybe the thunder rolling. And suddenly, he said, Peace. Be still. I don't believe he had to shout at it. I believe he said it in the sweetest to nature, the storms, the wind, to the lightning, to the thunder, the water. Suddenly the water flashed. And one of the disciples said, What manner of man is this that even the sea and the winds obey? And you think you haven't got something better to brag about than a house and car? You think you ain't got something brag about? Listen, if we would just start standing up and talking about Jesus, and it would help us and help them too. Amen. Now notice something else. Now they're bragging about Jesus. Now I want to say something else. I want I want to be very careful here. 
I imagine this while ago, but let me be so careful so you won't go away and blame me of being a, a Henite. I'm not a Henite. I'm not a Copernite either. Amen. But now, look, are you looking at me? Are you? I believe in divine healing. Don't believe in divine healers, but I believe in divine healing. There is a difference. Amen. Now, watch it. I said I believe in power to heal the sick. I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. The Bible said, I, I, I see a man sitting by the side of the road, blind, his eyeballs as white as cotton, begging for a few coins to take care of maybe his needs and a family. I don't know. But there he sits by the highway side begging. And he hears uh, somebody coming, and they said, who's that? And he said, you've heard that fellow named Jesus, haven't you? Because that's who he is. Suddenly, this man realized here was his last, probably, opportunity. And he cried out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Don't, don't, don't do that. He cried out, Jesus, have some the name and have mercy on me. What was he asking for? Mercy. Same thing that David asked for in Psalm 51, mercy. But he asked for mercy. And all of a sudden, Jesus said, bring him over here, bring him here. And that man came up to Jesus. And he may have been standing that close to him. Jesus said, what wilt thou that I do unto thee? Well, he said, now, if you can get me a seeing eye dog, I'd really appreciate it. Some of you are slow today. You didn't get it in. I mean, you are absolutely dangerous. Uh, another thing, you might get me one of them long white canes that I can tap on. No. He brought it right out. He said that I might receive my Jesus said, no, now here's a, a blessed cloth. You lay this blessed cloth over there. It'll take it about a week. You know, I believe it'll be the end of it. No, no. Immediately. Immediately. I just covered it all. Everything was just fine. Now, you meet that man about a year from now, what you think you're going to be bragging on? Huh? The beloved. The beloved. Meet him ten years from now, you're going to be bragging on the beloved. And some of you right now, you haven't talked about the revival, you haven't told about the revival, you haven't said one thing about the revival. Here you are, and right on the first day of it, and you're going around as though you're trying to keep it a secret. And if you ask anybody, you'll ask them like this, well, I don't guess you can come, but I want to ask anyhow. I'd be ashamed. You ever hear anybody for asking for a job? I don't guess you got nothing to do, but you got any work you can hire me to do, amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. He has power over sickness. I see two preachers, two preachers, going up to the gate, the temple, the hour of prayer. Get this now. And here was an old boy, crippled, couldn't walk, couldn't do nothing. I mean, in bad shape, had his hands stuck out. And one of the preachers said, silver and gold have I none such as I have in the name of Buddha. 
Huh? Confucius. Mohammed. Huh? Say it with me. In the name of... Say loud it. Jesus. In the name of Jesus, rise up. Hey, Mr. Buddha, I'm over here. There's another fellow down here. He's crippled, too. Lay it on him, boy. All right, I'll sit back out of the way now. Hey, Mohammed, come along with him. Maybe you can run a little. There he is. He can't walk. Get him. in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Oh, tell me his name again and sing me that sweetest refrain of he who in love came down from above and I'm about to have a spell. I'm going to brag on Jesus in the motels. I'm going to brag on him on the streets. I'm going to brag on him wherever I'm at. If you don't like it, you can love it. Amen. Amen. Well, I don't want to hear about it. Then, best you have to run off and leave me then. You just have to run off. I'm going to brag on the beloved. I'm going to brag on the beloved. Oh, hallelujah. Then I'll one more and I'll, I'll let you go. In First John 1, 9. Get this now. Get what I'm about to say. First John one nine. You ought to remember this. You ought to know this. First John one nine. How many of you know what that verse is? Any of you? <laughs> hey, Mr. Buddha, Mr. Mohammed, come over here. Here's an old boy down here. He's down on his knees, and he's going to do something. The Bible said, if we will confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And here's this boy does this, and suddenly his life's different. Amen. He gets up just having a good time. And I said, Mr. Booty, here's another one over here. How about you taking care of him? And Mr. Mohammed, right over here's another one. You, you handle him. Nobody else can make that statement. Nobody else can lay claim if we will confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us. Now then, I'm through. I'm, well, really, I'm not through. I'm just give out. You, you, you don't, a lot of you don't say amen, but you got that amen look on your face. Come up here to the piano. Come here, sir, brother. Will you, I'll get your song ready, our invitation. Each time you come up here, be me on the stage, and young lady, you come to your place, the organ or piano, wherever. But we'll be ready. And uh, when we get to the song for the invitation, just give us the chord and let him sing it. Don't play a verse or two and then sing. I, I don't like that. I just like to uh, play a little bit and grab it and go with it. Amen. But look up here at me. Look up here at me. Look up here at me. If you're in despair, he has power. If you're lost, he has power. If you're blind, he has power. I'm telling you, he has power to meet your need. He has power if you're down to raise you up. He has power if you're hungry to feed you. He has power if you're in darkness to give you life. I'm telling the truth. I'm a bright preacher. I'm telling the, I'm bragging on oh, my beloved. Play softly, play softly, play softly. Oh, listen to me. Listen to me. 
I don't know what kind of shape you're in. I don't know what kind of shape you're in. I don't even know you. But I've been along this road 53 years. 53 years. And I don't know nobody like my beloved. I don't know nobody like my beloved. Every head bowed, every eye closed, every Christian praying, nobody looking around, just bow your heads and close your eyes. I want to see the hand of everyone that said, Preacher, I'm tired of the life I'm living. Tired of it. All it's brought me is heartache and pain and suffering. That's all it's ever brought me. I'm tired of it. I'm fed up with it. If you're backslid and out there in the hog pen, it's time to come home. I wonder if right now, we'll raise your hand and say, I need prayer, Brother Ed. I see it, dear. I see it. Thank you. I see your hand. Thank you so much. I wonder if there's another that said, I, I need a touch of God. Some reason, whatever reason. I don't know what it is. God knows. Will you raise your hand and say, pray for me? Yes, ma'am. I see your hand. I wonder if there's another one lost or back. Yes, ma'am. I see your hand lost or backslid. Whatever the case may be. Whatever it might be, would you raise your hand and say, pray for me? Yes, sir. I see your hand. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Our Father in heaven, I thank you today for giving me that touch of God, that blessed touch of God, that sweet touch of God to let me preach. I pray, Lord Jesus, you'd look upon us now with mercy. Give us that to, uh, results of this service that I know you want and I want. Ask to see somebody walk the aisle and let the beloved take care of their problem. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together. I want our brother to direct us in our invitation hymn right now. While we sing, will you come? Page 81. Just as I am without one plea, but as I blind one.